Did he say it puts the funny where it belongs? Yes, that's what I heard. I heard it too. I'm all for the funny. Put the funny where it belongs in yes. your pocket. Who are you? Who am I? My name is Kevin Beckett. You're Mike Beckett. I'm Mike Beckett. Yeah, and we are Rolling Toe. Oh yeah. And this is what day is today? The tenth, the tenth of August. Yes. In 2023, and we're uh, doing another Rolling Toe show. And I dressed um, up in my work clothes today so everybody could see that I'm serious. You did. Everybody can. Yes, it's an MD alignment shirt. It yes. says MD alignment. Yes. That's how you know he's a professional. Professional. <clears throat> okay. All right. So, <laughs> professional what? That's a, yeah, that's a good question. We'll leave that for uh, somebody else to answer. Somebody's going to have to figure yep. it out. So why don't you tell us about your experiences this week working with the firemen in Colorado? The Emergency Vehicle Mechanics Association or organization, one or two. I've got a t-shirt and everything. Uh, yeah, we've, we've been working with them since 2018, something like that, I believe. Yes. And this is the first time I've had to do the seminar. Um, it was... It was it was very nice. Fire trucks are different than commercial trucks only in small ways. Uh, the, the, the biggest way that fire trucks and commercial trucks are different is how often they're actually on the road. There's a good question. I hadn't answered that. Yeah, well, it was uh, it's very, very little. <laughs> it's um, I think 10,000 miles a year is a lot. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. For a fire truck. The normal radius that a metropolitan fire truck goes is less than seven miles. Right. So, so the chances of them traveling, of, you know, more than seven miles a day mm -hmm. is pretty thin. That pumper might not leave the station, you know, once or twice a week. Might not. Well, I've been watching the ones here in town. And it seems like every time they call out the rescue unit, which is the ambulance. Right. With the paramedics. Right. They follow it with the pumper for the manpower. For the manpower, right. Right. They take a million-dollar pumper, Yeah. put four people in it, yeah. and drive across town yeah. to drop them off. Just so that they're there so they got some manpower to do I something. I mean, they could have used a station wagon. Yeah, yeah. But they're using a pumper. But then if they got there and another call-in that required the pumper and they were in the station wagon, they have to go all the way back to the fire station to get it, so they're better off having the pumper with them. Sure. Now, <laughs> tell me about the other thing the guy was talking about that they use the million-dollar pumper for. They use it to block traffic. If you're on the side of the road and there's an emergency happening, any kind of emergency, they'll call out the million-dollar pumper to sit by the side of the road and block traffic. So if, you know, this is to prevent people from hitting the firemen working the emergency. Yeah, right. Right. So let's say the pumper does get hit. Yeah. It's a million dollar pumper. Yeah. And any damage to it could cause that vehicle to be down for upwards of three, four years. <laughs> so so the comment that the guy that was making was why don't we buy some old uh no, no, he, he never got he never introduced that. He said we need a solution. Yeah, well one of the solutions is to buy an yeah. old U-Haul box truck. Sure. <laughs> Throw some flashing lights on it. Yeah. And park where the emergencies emergencies are. And does the fire department really need to be the one doing that? Or could it be the T or somebody else? Somebody with business. without a million dollar piece of equipment. Right. <clears throat> okay. Well, that's a good question. It was, it, was, it was an interesting group there. Yeah. Interesting problems. The big problem <coughs> one of them had 
was, uh, you know, he's, his, he's, he happens to, at the end of it, I discovered he was one of our customers. He has our uh, equipment. Right. Uh, so he's been, he's been solving all of his other problems, but for some reason, his drive tires are just disappearing. They, 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 they're into thin air. His drive tires are wearing very rapidly. Now, are these on single drive axle vehicles or tandems? Uh, I believe these are mostly single. Okay. Um, and I, you know, I, I, so, so we know that single drive axle vehicles tend to wear the drive tires faster than tandems anyway. Right, right, because you're only putting, and again, this, this all has to do, why, why do drive tires wear at all? Horsepower and brakes. Horsepower and brakes. So drive tires wear at a different rate than a trailing axle or a non-powered axle on the same vehicle. Right. Much less a trailer axle on a trailer behind it. Right. So a drive, a driving and braking uh, tire, it just has, it has to, it applies a lot of torque to the ground, and by applying that torque, it's erasing rubber from the tire. Mm-hmm. That's just a natural, normal thing that's going to happen. So what makes us wear faster? Well, all that horsepower. You what got, horsepower? Right, the 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 engine horsepower. How much horsepower? Is How much? Five hundred. 500 horsepower in a single drive axle truck. Yeah, single drive axle, because you got to have that pump. That pump needs needs uh, power. Yeah. So you got power for the pump and power for the tires. Yeah. So you just, you just uh, you power it up and you drive like a bat out of hell to get to the job that you had. To get and then to you break the like life. mad when you get there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Break every corner, turn, uh, get there as quickly as possible, but as safely as possible. Mario Andretti. And it, it, it turns out you're wearing out tires quickly. Yeah. Now, this is all because, and I, there's really no way to change it because the roads are no different than they used to be. We've got the same size roads, same size axles, and same size tires that we've had for 50, 60 years. But they put bigger engines, bigger and heavier transmissions, right? Bigger drive shafts, right? Bigger gears tires. in the rear end, all to handle this additional torque that's coming down. Yep. But you got the same old pissant little tire. Same size footprint sitting yep. on the same road yep. that we had 50, 60 years ago. Yep. And you know what? It's just it's going to tear up drive tires. So your only choices are? Drive slower. No, no. no. Drive easier. Not necessarily slower, but drive sure. easier. Okay. Less aggressive acceleration, less aggressive braking. Mm-hmm. Go slower up the hills. Mm-hmm. Get to the fire later after it's already burned the house down. Right. Or just pay for the damn tires. Or buy more tires. Yeah. And when you say buy more tires, they're not going through them very quick. Uh-huh. I mean, to them it's quick, but their typical steer tires, they're going to pull off after seven years because you can't they drive age out. Yeah, they age tire. out. Right. The steer tires, normally they're getting four and five years, and now with these big horsepower engines, they're getting two years. Maybe it's two, maybe it's three, but yeah. it's faster than it used to be. So right. is it a problem? It's not actually a problem. Right. It's just right. something you have to be aware of. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Any other fancy stories from the firemen? Fancy stories. They have no tillers. I've Tiller is a truck with a guy sitting way in the back steering. Right. Okay, they're not doing that. Don't they? These guys didn't have. These guys didn't. Okay. Uh, let's see. Ambulances. There's an issue with ambulances, and I suspect it's weight, or specifically weight distribution, they're having problems with the uh, the handling specifically of their ambulances. Understeer or oversteer? Well, understeer. They're 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 lacking control up front. 
not enough weight on the front, too much That's weight on the I back. Think it is. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, what, you know, you can, like I said, you know, something you can do. They do this with tractors, not, not road tractors, but actual farm tractor. tractors. Yeah. Just put some weight on the front. Right. So that, you know, you've balanced it better and in, in given yourself more control. I suspect the people that are making the ambulances' bodies are not being very careful about weight distribution. They're probably being as careful as possible given the the mission. But all the heavy shits in the back. It is, and okay. could be. And again, you, you know, you you're trying to put it on the smallest body possible so that you can get everywhere you need to go. And did the fireman understand this when you explained it to yes. us? Okay, cool. Yes. So how are they going to correct it? Well, well, the first thing they do is weigh them. Right. Yes. One actually Find out time. if that's the actual problem. Yeah. What is how much weight? No, not the whole vehicle. On each axle. Yeah. How much weight is on the steers? How much weight is on the drives? Right. And then you'll know. Then you'll understand what your battle is. Right. Okay. So, yes, all helpful. They didn't bring the ambulances, so we couldn't check them. Yeah. But that's what they can take home with them. Okay. All right. We, we've had a good time with the fire people. Is somebody on the line waiting for us? Nobody's on the line. I bet that's because they don't know what number. Why don't call. you tell them what number to call? The number that you would call if you had a question for <laughs> us regarding your fire truck, your ambulance, your your pumper, your what else do they have there? A ladder. You got a ladder truck. Ladder truck. Yeah. It, any of the problems that you have out there, the number that you would call is your eight five five nine five zero three eight three five. Okay. Now it's my turn. Your turn. Oh, what did you discover this week? Well, uh, it's it's a medical issue. A medical issue. So we're going to slip over to medical stuff. Right. I I was asking if old people giving their medical problems was a thing we wanted to say. And you said yes. And I said yes. I'm an old guy and you're going to hear my problem. You're going to hear the problem. And I'm going to ask for opinions. Now, I did post this on my Facebook page the other day and got some opinions. You did. Basically, what it is is I have to go in and see the doctor every six months and they crop things off of me because of growths and weird stuff. And I don't know if I have leprosy or what I've got. Right. But they do this every six months or so. The last time I went in six months ago, there was this thing on my back, and the, and the doctor made a big cut, and she did on this back. on my back, and she stitched it up, and I went up with a scar on my back. A little scar. Well, a big scar a, or a little scar? It, it's about that big. About that big. About that big, yeah. But two and a half. Everybody see that? Yeah, two and a half, three. Everybody saw it, right? <laughs> okay. So the problem I have now is that when I go to the beach in my thong bikini, Everybody laughs at me, and I'm sure it's the scar they're laughing at, okay? And so I'm looking for solutions. Do I litigate this, or is there something else I should do to keep people from laughing at me when I'm at the beach? Get a tattoo? Well, that was suggested. I could put something like a butterfly over the scar. A butterfly. Yeah, yeah or a rainbow. Or a rainbow. Or mom. Mom. Right? Mm. Um, that That's a possibility. Um, Another yeah. suggestion was made that I wear a skin-covered, colored thong so they don't see the thong and they won't laugh at me then that would probably be helpful you yeah. think so it's probably the color of the thong that's been could turned. be well then another suggestion was i wear a camo colored thong so they can't see me i'm just going to ask you when was the last time you went out in public in a thong and nobody laughed mm. i can't remember can't remember no. okay so maybe there's another issue going on here no well maybe you have another uh, a medical issue that hasn't been fixed yet. You could have another scar. <laughs> My brother you. did suggest that I be committed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. 
Um, so anyway, that's that's my excitement for the week. Kevin had better excitement with the firemen. Yeah, um, yeah, a nice long drive, and yeah, drove from here to Fort Collins. Yeah, well, Loveland, Loveland, here to Loveland and back. And uh, I sat around and covered the office while he was gone, and nothing real exciting happened. So it was all good. Nothing super exciting. Yeah. Okay, we got any callers on the phone? Um, no, not yet. So I guess uh, everybody wants to hear more. About Maybe we're not on the air. What? Maybe we're not on the Maybe air. We're not. Well, I don't know. Everything worked. So I'm going to say we are. Okay. So, but if we, if anybody wanted to confirm that we're on the air, they could call 855-950-3835. And we say on the air, we simply, of course, mean our podcast is live. Well, it is on the air because yeah. people are listening. If it was just us recording to be broadcast later, that would be different. Right, right, right. But it's not airwaves as in a radio broadcast. It's simply streaming. Stream, yes. That's what you would call it. Yeah. There's a different, a different. it's like a, 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 an underground stream. Whatever you say. Instead of an over the wave. Can we, can we ride the rapids? What? Can we ride the rapids in this stream? Rapid and us probably aren't two things people put together. I have enough fat for buoyancy. <laughs> Boy, you're buoyant, yes, <laughs> floating. It's more like one of those uh, uh, tubes on the uh, lazy river, yes. not necessarily rapids. Well, there is that. I think that's more our speed. Yeah, okay. Well, did you see the, the, um, the Simpsons where they were going to tear down his house and Homer jumped on the wrecking ball? And added padding to prevent them from when when it hit the house, his padding stopped it. I don't I don't know. Well, I could qualify. You could qualify to serve. I'm the padding, padding for a yeah. I can do that. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Oh, we do have somebody that's uh, I guess confirming that we're on the air. They probably don't have anything intelligent to ask though. Uh, any, anything they offer is going to be more intelligent than what you've heard so far. <laughs> Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's hear from Sean, maybe. How you doing? It's Terrence. Uh, as far as the, uh, I got a question for the about the uh, the thong. Now, is that just the bottom part? Because you could get a Borat and it could cover up your back, and then they won't see the scar. Ah, right. pull it all the way up. No, this is just the bottom thing. Okay. Yeah. Go with the Borat one. It's like a tank top kind of, and it goes all the way around in the top. Might work ah. better for you. Okay. Well, another guy suggested I go to a full body speedo, and if it was in camo, they'd never see me. A full. Right. Body. Yeah. Yeah. A full body speedo. <laughs> okay. Cool. What else uh, I got going, a, buddy. Um, I called before about that dumb tra- uh, frameless dumb trailer uh, with the axles out of my well. So now my. My steers are going. They're starting to go again. Would would that have any, Would that trailer being out of a line have anything to do with the front end going uh, pulling or anything? Being it's tracking different. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. The front end out of a line. You mean the the, the truck? My, my, yeah, the drive, like my steers, because my steers are wearing now. You know, and I'm telling, it's it's definitely towed. I can feel it's it's towed out, uh-huh. and I can see the wear on it. But they're telling me, yeah. Yeah. Well, but they're telling I, me they're telling me that's because of the uh, the trailers out of alignment, and I'm saying I no. In all the years that I've, <laughs> in all the years I've done this, I've never had to fix the trailer to fix the truck. Right. Okay. I, so let's I, fix I, the truck and then figure out what's wrong with the trailer. Okay. All right. Yeah. I guess I just wanted to make. I've been trying to tell him. I said it doesn't matter. The trailer is going to track 
behind the way the truck goes. That has nothing right. to do about my steering wheel pulling to the right. Well, see, the, the and, truck only knows where the fifth wheel is. Right. Yep. As long as it's properly greased. Yeah, a dry fifth wheel plate can cause a problem. Yeah, a dry yeah. fifth wheel plate can cause it, but if, if it's properly greased and the trailer's tracking off to the side, it really doesn't care. It's just pulling the pin. Yeah, we got those uh, Teflon plates on there because mm-hmm. we don't unhook, but mm-hmm. uh, I'll, yeah, I'll try that. Sure yeah, make sure there's not too much gravel in between the Teflon plates. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. It's not. <laughs> yeah, All right, I just want to... A sticky fifth wheel plate is different than a steering problem. It's, right. Uh, it hangs up. Right, that's in turns, yeah, but it pulls the yeah. steering when it turns, yeah. Yep. Yeah, one I'm time it's hooked my... in one spot, and another time it'll be hooked in another spot, so that there's no consistency into the truck. Right. Right. And that's why it right. really doesn't relate to tire yeah. wear. Okay. Okay, I appreciate it. I got a different way to explain it to them, because they just think I'm a steering wheel holder, you know? Okay. <laughs> I will see about getting a bore app. All right. All right. There you go. We we need right. pictures. Okay. <laughs> Thank right. you. Bye. Bye. I I promise everybody listening, you do not need pictures. <laughs> One of my friends, when I put that on Facebook and I described it, he came back and says, "I'm sorry, that's an image that I will never be able to scrub out of my mind." <laughs> Things. So there are things that you cannot unsee, and also there's things that you cannot unimagine. Yes, I can't unimagine. <laughs> well, see, I've looking through different pictures and looking at stuff. I've periodically seen, and it seems like it's in Europe, where you see some overweight idiot wearing a thong at a beach, and and that's where this whole idea came to me that caused this story to get told. <laughs> the story is there. The story exists, unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> now we all get to experience Now you all get to imagine it, yes. <laughs> all right. Let's see. Well, now, we don't have any other callers come uh, calling in. I think they all know the number, but I'll say it again. Oh, okay. 855-950-3835. Can I but, take it uh, So that leaves us with uh, the other issues that we needed to talk about for the week. And I, as I've been gone all week, so I really don't have issues that I needed to talk about this week. Okay, the major issue in our area of the country right now in huh. Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah, that is a major issue I know of right now. There's two of them. Okay. The Knoxville Nationals. Oh, that's coming right up. It's yeah. going right now. It's going now. Yes. The, okay. the championships are this Saturday. Yep. Fun, Dirt fun. track, circle track, yeah. outlaws, Knoxville Nationals. And the second is that today is the first day of the Iowa State Fair. Iowa State Fair. Everybody come. Everybody's got to go to the Iowa State Fair. And look at the butter cow. Look at the butter cow. Yeah. Got to see the butter cow. And see the bands playing. And see all the stupid politicians get up and stand on the soapbox and try to convince everybody they know what they're doing. Yeah. And I just took a drive across Nebraska twice the long way. Yeah. And what I noticed is they're trying to get people to go to their state fair, which is in Grand Island. Yeah. And apparently the issue is that most people don't live anywhere near Grand Island. They used to hold it in Lincoln, Nebraska all the time, Ah. which is on the eastern part of the state, which is the heaviest populated part of the state. Right. But then the people out at Scotts Bluff and everybody said, well, that's unfair to us because we have to drive further to get to the state fair. Mm Mm-hmm. And so now they're holding it in Grand Island, which yeah. is pretty central to the state. Yeah. 
to try and get the Western people a better chance to get to the fair. Yeah, now you got to convince people from Omaha and Lincoln that they want to drive out there. And I don't know that they're having much success. Is this the first year they've gone to Grand Island? I don't know. All I know is I can see a lot of, a lot, 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 lot of people in Omaha and Lincoln thinking I just didn't need to drive there for that. Yeah. Well, fortunately for us, Des Moines is centrally located in the state, not only east and west, but north and south. And central to population. And central to the population. And so it works out nicely. It really does. That's why every year it's it's our state fair is a grand. And they've done all the county fairs already. Yes, yes. And so now the winners of the county fairs are coming to the state fair. Yeah. And they have a pretty good stage show. Oh, yeah. And Uh, tradition. Yeah. Uh, The tractor pulls. And the truck pull, they used to have a racetrack down there where they used to race cars, but I think that's gone. Is it gone or is it just shorter? I don't know. I think it's still there. Maybe. Anyway. I thought that's where they're parking the cars now. They park a lot of cars there. Anymore. Yeah. 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 Oh, and if you want to see the pretty flowers and if you want to see who baked the best pies and who made the best cakes and if you want to look at the 4-H displays of the projects the kids have done and and the tractors my my favorite's always the barns though the barns go out in the barns and smell what smell the livestock is growing okay my favorite is the beer tent (laughs) the many beer tents (laughs) yes 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 and the the other the other advantage to being a populated area is uh east high school which is one of the larger high schools in the state uh every year the first friday they refer to it as the uh the uh, East, let's see, the East High School reunion. Mm-hmm. So they, they they don't have high school reunions. They have the first day of the state fair. First day of the state first fair. First Friday. Cool. Yeah. All right. Always a wild time. That works. Well, we're uh, we're really up to date and modern here at the Iowa State Fair. Yes. And now we have two callers who would like us to shut up about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's see what they have to say. All right. Let's start with the first one. Uh, he's got a pickup. We'll see what he has on his pickup. Hello, somebody. Hey, just talking about state fairs. West Virginia's fair starts today. Yeah, all right. Good. Uh, Good time for all uh, of them. Yeah. Uh, I got a 94 Chevrolet four-wheel drive Silverado. It's just my little toy. But it rides kind of rough. I'd like to do something to make it ride easier, like whether to change the shop or change the springs or what. What has got your 94 Chevy to ride rough? It, I think it's the road you're driving on. Well, that could be Virginia. All right. Um, <laughs> do, do you feel the roughness when your steer axle hits it or when the rear wheels hit it? Uh, kind of both. Kind of both. Yeah, good. So why did you buy a four-wheel drive? <laughs> my, friend, my friend had it. Her daddy bought it brand new. Yeah. And when he passed away, he gave it to her. And I told her, okay. everyone that's not it, I would buy it. So 12 years later, he sold it to her. Uh-huh. And it's only got like 75,000 miles on it. It's just a beautiful thing. Well, that's nice. Right, okay, all right. Well, let's let's talk about the suspension then. Because you can't change the caster on it. No four-wheel drive. Which which could change the ride. The only thing you could change would be the suspension and soften it up. Now, do you ever run it loaded or is it always empty? 
<laughs> okay, then you could look at getting a softer spring suspension that could hold it at the same height it's at, but be much softer when it hits the bumps because you're not worried about carrying the load. Yes. <laughs> if it's got a two spring, go to a one spring. I'm sorry, what? I thought I the shocks, but I didn't know. Well, this, all the shocks do is control the rebound. The springs are where it's taking the load and giving you the bounce. Yeah. So I'd be more inclined to find a softer spring setup that will take the compression better. And whatever you do to the front, you got to do to the rear. Yeah, you got to do it both ends. Right. All right. So, yeah, that's... I appreciate it. I, I just wanted to ride good, like, you know... Yep. Yep. Well, you look at all the good guys' cars and how they've lowered the suspensions and changed the springs and all that kind of stuff. I got to believe there's a way that you could change that pickup truck suspension to make it ride softer. But, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yes, sir. Thank you. You betcha, buddy. You have a good day at the fair. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> and I suppose another thing, well, uh, that I wouldn't recommend typically is lower the air pressure. <laughs> um, <laughs> lowering the air pressure might give him some advantage, but I don't think it's going to be enough for what he's talking about. Yeah. You got to remember, he's got a truck that's designed to carry three quarters of a ton. Right. And he carries nothing. And he's carrying nothing. So those springs are going to be stiff. Yeah. I, I, I'd look for a softer spring. All right, or or put something heavy in the back. Well, that that's not going to help you in the front. Oh no. So, yeah. All right. Okay. All right. We have one more here, and if anybody else had a question about the pickup ride, the ambulance, the fire truck, uh, the beach, the beach, the thongs, <laughs> and what thong to wear. <laughs> um. Well, we're still here. We're at eight five five nine five zero. Three eight three five, and right here we've got I think Danny. Hello, Danny. You are correct. <clears throat> yes, sir. All right. Yeah. Um, All right. What's up? All right. Um, got a 2011 Cascadia. Got the air ride front axle. Yes. Had an alignment uh, there, an MD alignment in uh, Mount Airy, North Carolina. Okay. And I talked to Kevin at the uh, truck show telling them about it, and it's taken me this long to call in to give them an update on it. All right. I just put I just put new steer tires on here last night, or night before. Okay. And I've got a pull now to the right. New that steer wouldn't have tires, anything to do. Now a pull. Yeah, that wouldn't make a difference. Yes, it could. But it could. Oh, it could. Okay. Uh if you didn't have the pull before they put the tires on and you have the pull after they put the tires on, the first thing I would do is jack the truck up and switch the tires and rims side to side and go for a drive and see if the pull's gone or if it pulls the other way. Right. See if the pull is in the tire. So what causes that? Because I did that on a different truck, and it was crazy how it went from a hard pull, crooked steering wheel, to go and straight down the road with the, with the steering wheel straightened out. How does that? What, okay. What? When when they build a radial truck tire, 
if somebody gets something just a little wrong in stacking all the components in it, then when the tire rolls around and that blem in the tire hits the road, it can make it jerk and have it more drag than it does normally. At 50 miles an hour, it's hitting the ground 500 times a minute, and it creates a consistent drag in that direction. It feels like a pull. Now, at low speeds, particularly with manual steering gearboxes, not power steering, you could you could creep through a parking lot and you could feel the steering wheel twitch every time that part of the tire got to the bottom of the, and hit the ground. Okay, that's for one type of a that's for one type of a problem. Yeah. Now, when you flip the tires around the other direction, the blem may only be directional. In other words, it's only a problem when it's rolling in one direction. The other way around, the blem just rolls past it and you don't feel it. So when you flip them around, now it drives straight. Oh, okay. Well, I get a chance here, I'll, I'll do that. Yep, rims and all, just unbutton them, switch them around, button them back right. up, go for a drive, see what happens. Okay? Right. That's what the brain, yeah. Perfect. If that's the problem. Thank God. Now, let me, give you a, let me give you another thing that could cause this. All right. The drums fit on the hub, and sometimes the hole in the middle of the drum that's supposed to fit the piloting pads doesn't fit perfectly. And when you take the wheel off, the drum falls down, and it's not centered now. When you put the wheel on, you lock the drum off center. So every half a turn, it's dragging against the brake shoe, and it makes it pull. Now, one of the tests for that. Go ahead. I've got the uh, true balance on on here. So So that shouldn't be a problem. Right. Okay? But people listening, you could have that problem. All right. Yeah, so let me give give you the test. Let me give you... Let me give you the test that if the drum is off center, how you test it. You're in the parking lot. You make a light brake application. If your steering wheel wants to chatter when you're making that light brake, the drum's off center. There you go. If it's all nice and smooth, no problem. All right. There you go. Uh, All righty, buddy. You have a good day. You too. Thanks, guys. Yep. Yep. Okay. We got through that one. Okay. Yes. If you have, if you had a vehicle that drove roughly state straight or had just a slight right pull mm-hmm. with the tires, the old tires on it, and the old tires had been there for a hundred thousand miles or whatever, and then you put a new set of tires on, and suddenly you've got a hard pull. You got to look at the you tires. Have a problem with the tire, or you're wearing your thong wrong. Uh, more too much on one cheek. Yes. I see. All right. That's uh, the less common problem, I believe, in the trucking. More common than you might think. Could be. Yes. Okay. And I don't want to know about it. All right. We have one more. Um, I don't know if we're supposed to answer this or not. It's uh, it's Bruce. He says he's just listening. Should we pick it up or not? Sure. Sure. All right. Bruce Mallins. No, I just hey, had a. Nice. Hey, how are you guys? I We're just good. had a. Few, I had a few minutes to kill. I have my next meeting in twenty minutes, and I said uh-huh. I'm just going to listen and see what they're doing today. We're we're, we're doing good stuff. We're doing, I, doing what we always I, do. We, we're joking and uh, making fun of ourselves and uh, uh, seeing what what trouble we can cause. That's our usual. I, uh, I can just say what, what are you doing? Well, <laughs> I. <laughs> I just got back from the chiropractor, actually, had lunch and returned some phone calls, and I have to be at a meeting in, like I said, about 20 minutes. So I said, oh. I'm going to listen. But I well, can I tell you, our MD, our MD alignment stuff is still going well. We had Excellent. zero complaints. 
Glad to hear it. That's that's what we want. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's hard to, from our end, it's hard to um, know how everything's going. No complaints. You like to believe means no problems. But uh, in some cases, uh, it turns out that no complaints meant that nothing was going right. So uh, I'll stick, I'm glad with, I'll stick with no news is good news. Right. I'm glad to hear everything's going well. Let me ask you on like on my cars and pickups. Mm-hmm. When it's time to rotate the tires, and instead mm-hmm. of me physically doing it now at my age, I take mm-hmm. it to, we have a small tire shop down the street from the shop, and they treat us very well. In yep. fact, the owner used to be an owner-operator, and he was an ex-client. So mm-hmm. I tell him, balance and front to back, but do not take the weights off because I don't have any vibrations. Just mm-hmm. add what it needs. Mm-hmm. and. They do that for me, and it seems to be working great. When I go into a shop that doesn't know me, they won't do that. They yeah, say, they no, we have to take yeah. They want to strip it down. So I said to them, I said, even when I buy a new tire, car, pickup, I said, when you balance it, take it off the machine, turn the machine or turn the tire a little bit. I don't care if you turn it 90 degrees or 180, put it back mm-hmm. on, and you'll see it's out of balance. Well, right away, oh, not our balance machine. We have the latest and the greatest. I said, just do it. Well, we got to charge extra. I said, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And then they see that it's out. Mm-hmm. And then they scratch their head. Because years ago mm-hmm. when we were balancing them for the race car, sometimes we'd take it off three or four times. Mm-hmm. So am I wrong in telling them to leave the weights on because I don't have an issue? You know, after three or four thousand miles, a tire is slightly out of balance. What I've found, I agree with that. Now, having said that, and understanding the problems with fixed located weights, I prefer to go to something that self balances. The problem I have with self balancing on a small tire like a car has is it spins up so fast that the self balancing weights inside get locked into place before they find their balance point. So we have to stick with stick on weights to successfully accomplish this. Right. Now, having said all of that, and so I'm discussing the difference between fixed weights and self balancing weights. I have absolutely no problem with what you're doing. Leave the weights where they are. They were right at one time. And if we need to add a half an ounce or an ounce someplace else to finish balancing it, do that. Now, when I get to the point where I'm putting a new tire on, I'm going to strip them all off, put the new tire on, and I'm going to start from scratch again. Right. Do you have them take it off the machine, turn it, and put it back on? No, because I found it's not worth the fight. (laughs) (laughs) I was in in Florida for last winter and yep. I had to have the oil chains and being in a condo, I can't do it myself. So for the first time in my life, I paid Jiffy Lube to do it in Punta Gorda. And they also have a tire shop there. And I told them what I wanted to do. I, and they said, Oh no, 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 we won't do that. We've got to take all the weights off. I said, tell me why. And so I said, well then don't touch it. We'll take care right. of it when I get back to Saxonburg, Pennsylvania. Yep. Yep. If, if, if it's something you're that careful about, then fine. For me, I was driving 70,000 miles a year. I was wearing out a set of tires at least once a year. 
you know, just get me back on the road. I got to go. I got business to tend to. Right. So I, I quit worrying about it. The, t- the tire, in, in our case, and in the, the case of small vehicles, the tire life isn't as uh, uh, much as oppressive to the cost of business as 18 tires on a single truck. So, But Bruce is, is very careful about how his vehicles ride and how they drive. And so the focus and, and the agenda is different for Bruce than it is right. for me. And, yeah, and again, I'm, especially I'm too fussy. Where, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not fussy. saying you're too fussy, yeah. but tire, we have to address your fussy. Yeah. Tire life <laughs> in racing is, is very valuable to win the race. Yep. So yeah, another place where you really want everything done is exactly yep. right. So everything else going good for you, Bruce? Everything's good. Uh, business is a little slower than it used to be. Uh, when Trump was president, things were really humping in the industry, and uh, they've slowed mm-hmm. down a little bit now, but we're okay. Things go up, things go down. We just work our way through it. Right. Yeah. yeah last year yeah. last year was one of our best years. This year has been a bit slower. I think uh, right about the beginning of the second quarter, a little bit of uh, – frustration across the industry set in and it's just starting to come back for us. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Okay, Bruce. Well, it's really a pleasure talking to you. You have yourself a good day and good luck with your next meeting. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm just going to listen here for another 15 minutes. Okay. We appreciate right. that. No problem. All right. Um, so how do I do this? I guess I return him to Q. Yes. Okay. 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 Very good. All right. Uh, all right, we do have two other callers and a few more minutes, so let's get to them. This one is maybe Mike. Hello, hello, Mike. gentlemen. Hi, uh, yeah. Well, how are you? We're good. Hey, uh, I, uh, I, you actually talked to Bruce, huh? Yeah, we did. Yeah, okay. see him every yeah. show. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. I got to give him hell. I got to give him hell every once in a while. Well, yeah. it, it won't matter. It won't matter much longer because we're going to take over talking about engines instead of Bruce because we know so much more about it than he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, um, last year, last November, on my truck, I have a super single tires, mm-hmm. and I had an air leak that was about every week. I'd maybe put five pounds in it. Mm-hmm. So. Man, I decided that okay. when I left the Arizona, I said, I got to jack that thing up. So I forgot to jack it up, and I got back six months later, and it was flat. And I didn't Sit know if that damaged the tire. Yeah, well, it's not, it wasn't actually setting totally down on the rim. I mean, it mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, uh, wasn't like well, okay, totally flat. But def- okay, deflating in place isn't as bad yeah. as trying to roll on it. Yeah. Yeah, the tire was okay. probably okay. Okay. Well, I, I took it off. I got. I don't want to have a, you know, but it would yeah. be all right to put on my lift axle on my trailer. Oh, sure. You know, in case something did happen. That, all right. All right. Well, I, that's really all I, I wanted to know. I didn't know. So. Yeah, if it, if it just comes down in place, it doesn't get rolled on. And particularly yeah. if it's not completely flat, I wouldn't get too excited about yeah, it. Especially one well, of it, uh, it, uh, it, a tandem. It, it had broken away from the beat, but oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm assuming it took a couple of months before it even went all the way down. Yeah. Sure. And then, sure. Because it was such a slow leak. So, all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, okay. Thank if you. It was a single. Get you bet you, buddy. You. you have a good day. All right. Bye. Yeah. If it was a single drive axle, so one quarter of the weight of the entire vehicle is sitting on it, then you've got more problems than if it's one out of a tandem because uh, the less weight is sitting. S- down on that spot. Well, and the truck was empty, and the truck yeah. was unloaded. Yeah. And and on a tandem axle truck, when there's 
trailer on it. Mm-hmm. You're only carrying about a thousand pounds, no, four thousand pounds per axle. Okay. So so that tire would have had about two thousand pounds sitting on it. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not terribly excited no, about not, that. Not a big concern. Right. As long as you didn't drive on it. Right. Okay. All right. We have here another one. Um, somebody wants to talk about trailers. Howdy, maybe Andy. Are you there? Hello. Oh. Hello. Hello. What's up? This is MD. This is MD Alam in Southern Horizon. Question. Oh, uh, Martin. <laughs> How are you, Mike? I'm good, Martin. How are you? <laughs> Doing good. Listen, good. we have. I say Southern Horizon because there's nobody further down in the state than me. So got it. That's true. I'm the horizon down here. But anyway, my question is. We have been getting a rash of Hendrickson uh, trailer suspensions that the breakaway torque bolts are not being broken off. So consequently, they loosen up and they wind up losing the bolts and wallowing out the frame bracket. Uh, yes. Oh, that's terrible. Is, is that not a common thing to break off the uh, torque bolts on that? Or, uh, we see a lot of them are still on. Unless they're not trained to yeah. know that it is supposed to break off. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a lack of training there. That's too bad. If you haven't broken the tip off of the, the, the Hendrickson one-use bolt, you do not have the torque you're supposed to yeah, have. You're to supposed to have 550 foot-pounds of torque. Right. right. So if they're assuming that that's just what the fastener is supposed to look like, then... Well, I can't even they're, imagine they're, holding on to that torque bolt with anything but the proper socket. You know what I mean? So... Yes. Pretty heavy yes. You need you need that Torex socket. You need a big one inch gun and tighten it down until it breaks off. Yeah. And we've been doing that religiously since you told us to do that uh, back in uh, I think it was two thousand one or something like that. So okay, what well, we're, finding, we're, finding, we're finding more and more and more trucks that are just coming down the road with all four of them still hanging on. So they're not tight. Yeah, that's more. that's not good. So what, now I I assume these are not original from the factory with those like that. It's somebody did a no. repair and didn't break them off. Yeah, it was a repair. Somebody oh, changed the bushings, and yeah, oftentimes what happens, they loosen up and they start walling up the, the oh, yeah. bracket. Oh, yeah. everything up. Now, I'm curious about this thing that you said you've been doing it religiously. Now, does that mean you burn incense while you're doing it? <laughs> no, but... Uh, we try and get in and out because right now, if you walk outside in Florida, you immediately catch on fire. It's just, <laughs> you just come by. It's so bad out there. Well, then what you need is some holy water. <laughs> there you go. We, uh, there you go. We're, we're staying away from that heat today because it's just, we're inside and we're going to visit the pool today, but we're not going to do anything today. It's too hot. Good plan, buddy. Good man. You can come that up was, here and go to that, the state fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I will one day, but not this year. But anyway, good to hear your voice again, sir, and I just wanted to call in and thank you because we have been doing so well because of the system you guys put together many years ago, and it just keeps rewarding us all the time, and we do appreciate it. Thank you, my friend. It's always a pleasure working with you. Have a great day. Yep, you too, buddy. All right, bye-bye. Maybe I should have. I didn't think about this until just now. Is is there another MD alignment then that's going to be that's just uh, got a tow in tandem? But or, that's something Martine's working with. But they're going to be in Daytona. 
Daytona, which That's is north of him. Yeah. So he's still the southern. So there's president. him, and then there's Rocky in Jacksonville, and Jacksonville. Uh, still, and like he said, I don't think there's anybody. You know, you say that. Well, now wait a minute. RTI, uh, they're over <laughs> on the uh, they're over on the Gulf Coast. On the Gulf Coast, but I'm not sure if they're south of him or not. I don't know. Well, I, the, you know, you, you mentioned Rocky, and uh, there's a couple things about this. There's uh, first off, I think he's on the line. And then second, I heard that the uh, the the latest Mega Millions was won in Florida, in Jacksonville. Oh, is it in Jacksonville? Yeah, maybe it was Rocky. Maybe it was Rocky. Let's maybe find he's out. He's got some. Uh... Hey, Rocky, are you uh, a little wealthier than you were yesterday? Uh, I made a little money this morning. <laughs> you, didn't, <laughs> you didn't get the lottery ticket. <laughs> no, no, no. I bought 10 of them, but uh, unfortunately, mine was not the one bought at the Publix on Atlantic Boulevard. Mine was yeah, bought at the Publix down on Racetrack Road. So the wrong Publix. Uh-huh. Okay. You know, man, just one of them things. There's too many Publixes around here. That's but, uh, Dang. Yeah. Even if I did win it, I'd probably move to Montana or somewhere, and I'd still do some alignment work. No, uh, good. No, yeah, um, that was funny. Martin calling a few minutes ago about those bolts. Uh, I talked to him the other day, and uh, we see them all the time too. That they're not broke off, and uh, got to mm-hmm. get in there, check everything out, get it lined up right, and get the big impact on them, and break them off. Yep. But uh, yeah, the thing my that question... I saw was was people welding a nut onto the the round side so that they could take it off and put it back on. That's that's going the extra mile to screw up your suspension. Yes, I have seen that too. Now they've made it easy for me to take them off yeah. when I find that and replace it. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that's not the right way of doing those. <laughs> so, no. uh, but my question was earlier. You're talking about the ambulances. Yes. Were yeah. any of them on the international chassis? That new international cab chassis. Now they were talking about five fifties and uh, other. Okay, because I have, okay, because I have had some here over the last year, year and a half that have been on the international chassis that has had uh, that uh, light front end steering, and then every one of them I have done have had less than like five thousand miles on them. A couple brand new that were towed out about right. a quarter of an inch right off the line, you know, on the front end there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and all, but uh, and so a lot of them haven't even had equipment in. And the international dealer here was actually taking all the tires off, replacing tires because they thought it was a tire problem. And they're hmm. they're changing brands. You know, of I tires. have seen people solve problem. the issue with tires. The, the Pleasant Hill Fire Department, just south of us, they were having an issue with it. I checked the alignment on them. The alignment was okay. They switched tires, and it drove better. So in some huh. cases, that could be true. Yeah, I guess it yeah, could be. They, they weren't having any luck with that. And then uh, we would line them up, yeah. and then they would handle a lot better. These things would get to shaking so bad. On the front end, they couldn't even keep them on the road. But, um, right. but yeah, that's what, that was my question, if some of those were those newer international cab chassis. Put the box on the back and yeah. uh, trouble with those. Because I, uh, I know I've had a bunch of them I've done for them. So, uh, so that was my big question. But I hadn't thought about that before with it, uh, all that weight in the box in the back when they load them up, taking all that weight off the front would, uh, just like my pickup, if I yeah. overload it with a trailer on the back, it's kind of squirrely up front. Yes, they do. Yeah, now, I got to say, the uh, 
the the international the the an issue that we had with international recently was uh, the front end the 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 front spring hanger one of them failing quickly and easily and causing a shake in the steering wheel that was really violent um, and you could I mean you could see just uh, driving this is ProStar this is maybe a little larger but maybe the design of the spring was similar and the tell was just a lot of rust spraying around the, the spring hanger on the inside edge next to the spring. Um, what he's describing is where the front of the front leaf spring pins to the frame. Yeah. Instead of a greasable pin, they were using a bolt. Right. And instead of a rubber bushing in the spring to take up the compression, keep it tight, it was just a steel sleeve. Right. And it would wear the sleeve, and then the bolt and sleeve would wobble back and forth and give you a death wobble in the steering wheel. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. The design yeah. of the international spring hanger wasn't very good. Now, I don't know yeah. if they've corrected it, if they've improved it, and if the vehicle that you have, even though they're brand new or only had 5,000 miles on them, may have been the old design anyway. So that's the, if you, if you have an issue with the wobble in the steering wheel, I would look at that. Well, these, these are kind okay. of like the F five. The, the other problem with them is they're diligent and so they keep it clean. But yeah. Okay. These are the what, the, Rocky? The, these the, these internationals are kind of like the more sport of the F five fifty size. And that uh, right that they're size. building these on that, that GM is building them with the international name on them. But uh, right. uh, yeah, right. Yeah, we've been having trouble with. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Well, that was, yeah, I figured I'd call in quick. I got one more to go do for one of my drink companies, and I'm done for the day. It's 111 out here right now without the heat in there. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a hot one up here. So I'm going to do my morning. Go one and go, go get cold off. All right. Good plan. I, I, I had one more question. This is something I heard. I don't know if it's exactly true. They say that this, uh, this lottery ticket was one in a place called Neptune Beach. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I understood. This is something I heard that honestly, it smells more like Uranus. Was that? <laughs> would that be accurate? Uh, okay. No, Neptune anyway. Beach is never mind. Play. It is Neptune okay. Beach. Very nice. All right. All right, Rocky. We'll talk right, to you later. Rocky. Yep. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> well, we have run our hour out. We have, but we do have one more quite one more comment. Well, let's talk to him. From Wisconsin, uh, James or Joe, or maybe James Joe. Joe. I don't know. It's Joe. Joe. How Joe. you doing, Joe? Good, man. Hey, um, so what I'm calling about is I'm uh, both my stair tires. I got a 2016 um, Cascadia, and there was outside wear just a little bit around uh, both the outside of the stair tires, and, then, and it wasn't even. It was like a little bit here and then skipped and a little bit, but it was on both outside tires. So I had them rotated. I had the left one put on the right and the right one put on the left. Now the truck is pulling really hard left. Mm-hmm. Okay. Immediately after, was the wear on the right front tire worse than the wear on the left front tire before you rotated it? Yes. Okay. The odds are that was coming from the fifty-five degree wheel cut, mm-hmm. where you turn more than two turns to the right on your steering wheel, and it caused that outside shoulder to wear. That's, That's why it was worse about. than the left one. Yeah, you can. You can yeah. adjust the steering stop on the axle so you don't turn that sharp. Right. Back it off. Turn turn the steering wheel two turns, stop, and then back off that bolt that sets the steering angle between the spindle and the axle and back it off until it hits the axle 
Now you can't turn more than two two turns, and you won't get that wear. Normally, you're only losing about a quarter of a turn on the steering wheel. Right. Okay. All right. So that's that issue. Now, what brand steer tires are you running? Continentals. Continentals. Okay. And the wear on the left front tire that was wearing on the outside shoulder was it about the width of your index finger? Yes. Yes. Okay. They keep trying to make tires more and more fuel efficient, which means they change the compound and they change the design of the tire to make it roll better, to give you a better fuel economy. And the better the fuel economy, the less tough the tire is, okay? Now, about a finger width away from the edge of the tire, the steel belts that are underneath the tread stop. They don't go all the way to the edge. So it's common to see on these newer tires that finger width wide wear on the outside shoulders of the tires. And as long as it doesn't eat up the whole rib, yeah. it's not shortening the life of the tire. It just looks a little funny. It looks funky. Okay? Okay. So basically, if I That's rotate them back the way they were, if I rotate them back the way they were, I, I, shouldn't mm. be, I won't be pulling hard left no more. It won't be pulling hard left again. It should go back to, it was probably was pulling a bit to the right, wasn't it? Yeah, but that's usually just with the crown of the rose. It's, it's always. No, the tire has a problem. The tire has a problem in it that is developing because it's getting beat up. Right. Okay. And when we flipped it to the other side, the pull, which is trying to pull right, is now trying to pull left. Yeah. So, yes, rotating them back will probably get rid of that. The uh, other choice would be, and this could give you more life out of the tire, is simply take that left front tire and have it taken off the rim and flipped around and put back on the rim so that the bad edge toward the frame. Right. Okay. There's, there's, there's one other important thing here. It's, uh, I mean, there's gravity. Gravity is always pulling you downhill, right? That's why you say the crown of the road is giving you a pull. Well, the gravity plus the tire pull, the pull that's actually endemic to the tire, is uh, giving you a great amount of pull to the right. It'll always go to the right. It won't ever correct itself because you've got two different forces pulling right. But if you've got a force that's pulling you left, uh, it's, it's combating gravity to be going left. So if you give it time, maybe 10,000 miles a month or so, it may even help. Yeah, it may straighten itself, but rather than mess with it, just flip it on the rim. Flip it on the rim. Okay. Well, I had a really bad okay. week last week. Yeah. There's one other quick thing, and I'll let you guys go. I had a really bad week last okay. week. I, uh, I was in Sturgis. Um, it was just a horrible time. Oh, yeah. Anyway, but I stayed in my <laughs> truck, and uh, one of my tires, I, I run TPMS sensors, and one of my tires, after sitting for a week, dropped down to 58 PSI, and then I filled it up, and it's maintaining the pressure, and they couldn't find the leak. So mm. that's, I hate those mysteries, really? but they do happen occasionally. Yeah. So, uh, you, you never know. Really be because the tire was sitting. Yeah. yeah keep your TPMS oh. monitor going. And right. as long as it doesn't lose pressure, just keep on rocking and rolling. Right. All right. Thank you guys. You bet you. Good luck. Help. Yeah. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs> All right. Now I have another note here from another thing another caller here if you have any questions and you can't call during the show or you don't want to talk about the medical issue that you've got uh, or, your song. Air or anything uh, or the stream or whatever we call uh, you can call us uh, not on the air at 
It's our normal tech line. That's 515-967-5626. If you have questions, that's Or you can go to our website, mdaligned.com. Right. Go to the contact us button. Right. And send us a message. You can send us an email anytime with all everything in it, and we'll get to it as quick as we can. Yep. Um, so that's that's about it. That's our show. Uh, thank you all. I guess we'll be here. We, week. we will be here next week. Yes. And uh, I look forward to hearing everybody's uh, issues and uh, not seeing their medical problems. I'll give you an update on the phone then. Right. Yeah. No, let's not. Okay. All right. Well. Bye. Bye.